made your way through the cemetery. The stench of death is in the air. You approach a decaying brick building. The sign is unclear. You brush away the moss and dust and are able to make out the words, the gortuary. As you, <laughs> you go. As you begin to pro- process the words, mouthing them to yourself, gortuary, gortuary, gortuary. Three hands grab you by your boot firmly and with ill intent. You look down and see that the hands have emerged from a crack in the door of the decaying building. It's evident to you that you've stumbled upon the Gore Lords. Find the Gore Lords podcast along with many others on the Prescribed Film Podcast Network. Also, you can find ours on there. Lunch break. We're part of the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, and if you go to thepfpn.com, you're going to get a whole bunch of stuff, including the Gore Lords, of course. Yes, um, and many other great ones. Well, on that note, I'm terrified. Shall we begin? Um, okay. All right, so welcome one, w- <coughs> welcome one, welcome all. How's that? Welcome in. You ever been to the Amanas? Sure. <laughs> it says welcome in. <laughs> yeah, they have a sign that says welcome in. You're like you spelled that wrong. Yeah, and I'm like just you- also welcome into what the outside. <laughs> you're walking around. You're sweating. For those of you who don't know, the Amanas is the Amana Colonies, which is old time Amish. That, uh, <laughs> it's not Amish, <laughs> I don't think. That's Kalula. Uh, they, they make tables and they have places to eat. And heaters. And basically you sit down at a table, you go out to eat there, you sit down at a table, and then strangers sit down at your same table and you all share mashed potatoes. Yeah, that's a weird thing. They all give you just a big bowl of mashed potatoes. And then you... I don't even want to do that at family... I don't want to do that at Thanksgiving. No, exactly. I certainly don't want to pay for it at... at and, you know, one way or another, you're paying for it because the turkey makes you fall asleep faster. It's the it's the Fairlefinals, and the turkey makes you fall asleep. You can barely are watch st- the football game. Are we still buying that? No. I think you're just full. You're just full. And you're lazy. Well, yeah. It's I a holiday. I too much turkey. You probably stayed up a little bit more the night uh-huh. before, too, because you know you have the day off. I'm not buying the whole turkey makes you sleepy thing. Is it okay to drink the huge... So Joe, Joe's got a bottle of kombucha, and he's looking at it, and he's he's thinking, God, is it okay to drink this? And I'd say probably not. The big brown snot in it is a lot bigger than it usually is, and it's just floating near the top, and I'm scared to have it go down. Big brown snot. Oh, like so much yolk. No, you don't. You have a big brown and snot. Not. The Amana colonies are seven villages in Iowa County in east central Iowa. Basically, they were built and settled by German 
folks who were being persecuted in their homeland by the German state government and the Lutheran Church, calling themselves the True Inspiration <clears throat> Congregations. Uh, they first settled in New York near Buffalo, but then they said, uh, how about Iowa? Yeah, too expensive out here. They're like, God, I could get the same plot of land as this tiny studio apartment. And not have to deal with the subway system. Yeah, crazy. And no one's, hey, everyone in Iowa is just, basically, if they bump into you, they just say, ope. Instead of, I'm walking here. They said, we want, we'd like it better if you said ope or if you said ranch. They said, I want to go to a place where I'm either covered in ranch or I, it, every response I get is ope. <laughs> That's awesome and hilarious, and don't you forget it. And Casey's Pizza. Hey, Casey's Pizza is the one. It's the one thing we all share in common. If you live in Iowa, and this is so much kind of local stuff, <laughs> people are probably out there going, "What the heck are you freaking talking about?" Well, and looking at our listener uh, geography, yeah, some of you maybe are very confused. You're confused out in Ireland. Here, let's try it again. So the Amana colonies, they're like a there's a Casey Pizza right next to the Amana colonies. My pepperoni. So they understand. Guys, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast and you like it, give us a rating on the internet. This is lunch break. We hope that you're eating your lunch as we eat our lunch. Speaking of, should we have a little lunch? Uh, yeah. This plays off of something that we ate last week. Last week. I was so pissed at Landon that he <laughs> kind of tricked me. He gave me a double decker of No, sorts. I didn't trick nobody. My pants are stuck onto the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What'd you do? He I, wears Elmer's wa- glue <laughs> pants. Oh, my wallet's so fat. Ah, for your kitty cat. Okay, listen. I know what that is. I probably can't do that. This is <laughs> flavor one of three internationally inspired flavors for none other than M&M's. Now, what is this? We've got a yellow M&M, the one that goes, They do exist. Let's do a little M&M. Role play. Okay. You play. I'll play the red one. Okay. Come on, Jake. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you big dope. What? I can't eat myself? No, you can't eat yourself. Why not? I'm so spicy. What? I'm spicy now. Since when? SpongeBob. So these are Mexican jalapeno peanuts. Wait, <laughs> oh, these are Mexican. <laughs> these are Mexican jalapeno peanut M and M's. Crack those open. Let's see how they taste. Last week we tried the uh, Nutella M and M's, but uh, this week we're trying the. It smells. You know what it smells like? Here, grab a handful. Okay. Jeez, uh, hungry? Oh my god! And they are the colors. Oh, they're the colors of Mexico. Well, it's always nice to meet a fan. It smells like if you're at a pic- picnic and there's some M&Ms and there's it, some... It kind of smells like that, yeah. And there's some jalapeno chips and someone kind of got their grubby hands on both of them. Why'd you take oh. so many? You dumped 80 in my hand. I'm going to eat every single one of them. To me, they're tasting a lot like a normal peanut M&M. Not spicy. 
There's a little kick in the aftertaste. I'll give you that. It's making my dreams come true. They don't taste like uh, maybe there's a little kick. Doesn't certainly no taste of jalapeno whatsoever. No, more of the aftertaste. There's a little little extra spank on the end of your tongue there. But it doesn't taste like a, a jalapeno. No. <laughs> Why does everyone insist on putting spice in stuff? Or chocolate and stuff. Everyone's always trying to put... Uh, speaking of the Amanas, we went to the Amanas a couple weeks ago. Okay. Chocolate cheese. Ugh. What are you doing? What are we doing here? It's just, Basically, you're making fudge. But you want to call it chocolate cheese so you can eat it on a cracker? Where'd you get it? Was it around the corner? <laughs> First, we had some lemonade. Then well, we, we walked around the corner. First, you corner. probably had some milk. Did you have, well, okay, probably yeah. had milk twice. Yeah, so first we stopped at the milk stand, and then we went to the the left and right milk stands, and then, <laughs> or one and two, if you ca- wanted to call them that. Right, milk They kind of have, have different names. Right. So we went to the milk stand, and we got another helping of milk. And then we, we got some lemonade. We wanted to kind of wash it down with a little bit of a, you know. I guess acidic or... Well, it's kind of acidic, Milk's yeah. more of a base, so you're like, yeah. let's even that out in the yeah. stomach, the old pH level. So we got some lemonade, and then, yeah, we walked around the corner to where the fudge was made. Cheese fudge. Hmm. Cheese fudge. See, so these aren't bad. Speaking of the snack reading, these M&Ms aren't bad per se. I just would never be in the mood for them. You know the thing about M&Ms that I've always hated... What M and M's? Period. They're liars. Why? Don't they? Wasn't their slogan "Melt in your mouth, not in your hands"? Yeah, they do melt in your hands though. It's complete bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they're melting the all over my hands. The chocolate doesn't melt, but the colors, the, the candy, f- the candy food coloring, melt in your mouth, not in your hand. You're lying. You're not talking. To, you're. There's still something happening there. You're lying to us. So what do you think? Are they good? If I want something like this. I would just get something probably that's authentic to Mexico. I wouldn't get some crappy. Yeah, I, I'm sure that, that they're a Mexican ca- I'm sure the cacao. Mex- yes, the cacao tree and their M&Ms. They're probably much better. There is now, I, I just ate like a few, the rest of the handful, kind of at once. I'm getting the spice now. I got a little more spice near the end, but it's going away already. There's right. just it doesn't taste like anything. It's just a peanut M&M that has some spice to it. Right. I need to wash my hands because I have candy coating all over them and I got a new computer. I don't want it to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Landon's going to take a quick break here and I'm just going to talk to you guys about our new freaking podcast. So as you may have known in the in your feed, we've got a new podcast called Grand Moff Talking. That is of course based off the great character Grand Moff Tarkin from none other than the Star Wars universe. Now, what are we doing? What the heck we got to talk about Star Wars for? Well, I'm going to make this quick, okay? We're watching all the Star Wars movies in chronological order and trying to pretend as if we haven't seen them. So we play kind of dumb. We're like, who the heck am this? Who's, now, who's this now? Okay, now all these furry guys showing up. Okay, now all of a sudden there's a guy named Darth Vader and now we're just watching a guy named Han Solo. Why are we doing that? 
And so we kind of do that basically for 10 movies. And uh, you can find that online at Grand Moff Talkin' on Spotify. Go follow that. Go subscribe to it. Um, yesterday, or on Monday, we released this Phantom Menace episode. Go find that. It was good, too. You back? <clears throat> I'm back. All right, you watching anything? Yub nub. What if Quentin Tarantino did a Star Wars movie? Mm, mm, mm. Probably have laser swords coming out of their feet. <laughs> the, slave, the slave outfit would be complete, full, just blackout, turtleneck, helmet, <laughs> hands covered, down to the ankles, and then the feet are just sticking out. Full flesh foot. Mm-hmm. I, I like this shot, but I think maybe we should do... I, I'm just think I'm... <laughs> just take your shots. Take your socks off. There was a shot that happened in, in 1932. Giorgio Romandes kind of... He, he, he decided to make sure that when, when the composition is going from back and forth, 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 if the blood is in black and white, but the rest of the movie is in color, then you can indeed uh, make yourself uh, come to completion by seeing the feet. And then Leonardo... DiCaprio's like, hey, man, what the heck are you talking about, man? He's like, <laughs> and then Brad Pitt's like, uh, I want to go home to my kids. Brad Pitt is over 50. He's over, <laughs> just, he's over 50 years old. But Leo has to be that old, too, doesn't he? Well, he's got to be. Guy's been in the business since he could barely talk. Never won an Oscar. No, not even for the beach. Not even for the beach. He didn't even get one for the beach. And if he was actually on the Titanic, yeah, guess what? Two people could have fit on that door, turns out. Okay, so let's just go through all of them. So this is a new segment we're calling uh, Hollywood Busters. Yeah, Hollywood Busters. We bust the Hollywoods. If you were on the Titanic, you would fit at least two people on the door. Uh Uh-huh. And that was the segment. What what were you watching? Rush Hour. You watched it? Yeah. (laughs) I rewatched Rush Hour, the first one, um, and I was going to watch all three of them, but the second one... Laugh too hard. That was the problem. With the first one, I couldn't even... I was like, I can't just put on another one. Your ribs I'll hurt. die. Yeah. <laughs> no, the problem is that the first one's on Prime. The second one is not on anything. I have them all, if you want to uh, And then the third one's on Prime. So you're missing the second one. Yeah. Which is, in my opinion... The best one. Is it really? Yeah. I knew I liked two or three the best. I haven't watched them for years and years. Three is fine. Two is... Were they kind of coasting on their laurels? Well, yeah. Three is mostly just like, hey, remember when they did this? Well, they're kind <laughs> of doing that even in the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they, they're they calling back, but not in a way where it's like, oh, that's where that comes back into play in the movie. They're calling it back like they did something that was uh, legendary in a movie. Yeah. And then they're calling it back like, that was so long ago. Yeah. No, it was this movie. You did that. <laughs> but I just, I find, and I think they're working on a fourth one. Really? They did, they did that TV show. Yeah. For a season. Yeah. And, but uh, Chris Tucker has been posting photos of Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, he, I think he, he posted a photo of Jackie Chan and just said four. And I got so excited. Whoa. You <laughs> I gotta love wonder. Those movies. Well, after the. After I haven't the, seen them in a while, but I'm sure they don't hold up. That's what I was. That's why I wanted to watch them because, A, I was worried that they're not gonna hold up. And, 
Bo's a little worried if they're problematic. Well, that's. I mean, you're. you're that's st- what I mean more than anything. Yeah, you're stepping comedy, on some. You know, the action is, of course, going to hold up. Jackie s- Chan s- does all his own stunts. Some racial and sexual uh, issues that could come up. The first ones, I don't. I don't think it's that bad. But I do think the movies would work perfectly as silent films. <laughs> yeah. At least from the first one, I was like, the. Everything you need to know is in the action. You yeah. watch them because Jackie Chan is doing his own stunts. Yeah. You get the comedy between this black L.A. cop mm-hmm. and then Jackie Chan, who pretends he doesn't speak English. Almost the entire movie. Yeah. Way, <laughs> way too long. Yeah. And then that's something else the they, they call back in the end. Like, as if, yeah, we, I remember when he forgot, yeah. like, he didn't speak English. But the whole thing would work fine. All the comedy. Get him, Dad, come out my mouth? Except for that, if they could turn the song, the sound on, just for that part. But even just his face doing stuff is funny. I looked this up though. He's so funny. Because I was like, "How old is that guy now?" You know, he's in his forties. Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, so he's like 27 when this came out. Yeah. He's just a boy. Makes me feel like shit. <laughs> so funny. probably filmed it at my age. The second one, there is. So the second one, they just send Chris Tucker to China with mm-hmm. Jackie. So it's just like the reverse. Yeah. Where he's the fish out of water. But uh, almost entirely the same jokes where <laughs> they just do this. <laughs> and then Jackie's like, nobody understand the word that comes out of mouth. Which is <laughs> the opposite of the last movie. Yeah. It's awesome, though. In that movie, uh, I think it's probably a little more problematic. There is a whole scene where they are picking the women that they yes, want to the have, brothel. quote unquote, massage them. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chris Tucker says, "Don't interrupt a man when he's in the buffet line." <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of, uh, even back then, you're kind of like, okay. There was a few. I can't remember. There I was, was a, a kid. I haven't seen this in a while. Yeah. There's a few parts in this one where you're like, oh boy. Yeah. But here's the thing. We can't just keep looking at stuff from the past and thinking, wow, how do we let that get away? No. We're, we're doing stuff now that in 20 years we're not going to think is... And even even watching, you can tell because you're like, oh, he's making like a weird... He'll make a joke about Chinese. Like, how can you eat this greasy, gross stuff? Like, Yeah. But there's, do, like, do the voice. Man, how are you going to give me a bucket of grease? How you got some chicken wings? You got some freaking fries? Chicken wings? You got some french fries and stuff? How are you going to give me a bucket of grease? And he's like... You got to eat this. He's like, and then freaking, I don't know why, but Jackie Chan, he's like, he's like, man, what'd you order me? He's like, that's eel. He's like, no, what you got? He's like, camel hump. I looked it up. I'm like, they don't really eat camel hump in China. That's like some white guy wrote this movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. But they're making fun of each other. But at the time, I mean, they're doing it to each other. It's 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 for fun. It's like mm. a satirical take on two people that don't understand each other's culture. Yeah, you can't look at it and say like, oh, they're being racist. Well, like, and some things are just so funny that they that they transcend yes. kind of the problematic nature of. And it's just these two guys. They're that, so funny. They're just so different. <laughs> yeah, but I could watch Jackie Chan do a fight scene for three hours. My favorite part is the bloopers. I yeah. think for all of them. Yeah. The, that's the hardest I laughed at this first one again was <laughs> yeah. the bloopers and Jackie Chan because I'm like, I just know he gets hurt all the time <laughs> yeah, or yes. messes something up. It's just hilarious. And I like <laughs> At least for the second one, I think it happens in all of them, though. Uh, Chris Tucker always just calls him Jackie yeah. instead of his name. <laughs> <laughs> I think at that one. Come on, Jackie. 
I don't know Jackie. <laughs> and then he kicks the door in anyway. That's awesome. Chris Tucker, apparently, well, I looked this up too. He he was the it said he was the highest paid actor in Hollywood at one point. Whoa. For what? Like he did Friday, these movies, some other stuff, but the yeah, highest he, paid actor in Hollywood. Yeah, that's some, pretty like wild. more than Jim Carrey was at this point, who was making a lot of money during the nineties. That's crazy. Yeah, that's but crazy. That's good. So yeah, make another one. And but, his uh, his uh, recent, well, kind of recent stand-up special, pretty funny. Was it good? Yeah. I didn't watch it. I watched this because I watched the new comedians in Cars, and uh, Jamie Foxx talks to. Oh, uh, what's his name? Jerry Springer. Yeah. What's the deal with dating your own wife <laughs> or whatever? And yeah. so, Jamie Foxx said was talking about Chris Tucker as he was very threatened by him. Whoa. And when he was coming up. Oh. And uh, I was like, yeah, Chris Tucker. Yeah. I do want to see him. So I put this on, and boy, did I have fun. And uh, he, he so really doesn't know what's going on. There was <laughs> one outtake where, because he's supposed to say, like, because they've kidnapped the, the, the daughter mm-hmm. of the Chinese mm-hmm. consulate man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the guy's asking for $17 million. Yeah. And he's saying... Oh yeah, $70 million, who do you think you got, Chelsea Clinton? Yeah. And he doesn't know who, he messes the lineup like five times. Chelsea Carter. He's like, who you got, Chelsea Carter, what is it? Who you got in there, Christy Carter, what? <laughs> who you got in there, Chelsea, che- what is it? <laughs> Carter, Carter Clinton, it's like the, the president's daughter yeah, of the yeah. United States. Chelsea Clinton. It's just But it's funny, funny as heck. Ah, oh, yeah. I like when when Jackie scales the wall, when he's like breaking into the consulate. Yeah, and he he does like a double take because there's a security camera. He does all this stuff to evade detection, and then he just jumps over the wall right next to a right. security camera, and then he like just yeah turns it. That's the comedy I'm talking. Like Jackie you- is awesome. Just watch it silent. That's funny. Yeah, that's like a so Charlie <laughs> Chaplin. He jumps yeah. up, sees it. Turns it and then flips over the wall. Yeah, God. Um, well. I'm excited to find Rush Hour two. I think one of those bloopers is like a phone call. Someone gets a phone call on set. I remember. Oh yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> those movies are great. If you haven't seen them, go watch them. And also the fact that we're doing Chris Tucker's voice is not uh, bad. It's okay. He's doing a voice. He's do- yeah. You he doesn't Hi. talk like that. It's not, it's not a stereotype voice. Okay, so Rosie is here. <laughs> so there's a dog in the studio, and she is licking everything on Joey. Not because he's so sweet. Only on me. Oh, armpit. She licks me every day, Joey. Yeah, right. She's got to get you. Not from what I've seen. <laughs> I come in here, and she's... All right, now go lay down. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Yeah, you've been watching anything? Uh, I started watching The Boys on Amazon. Oh, Brian. how's that? Uh, it's yeah, it's good so far. Okay. It's just you know one of these things <laughs> where uh, sort of the nasty R-rated take on superheroes. Oh. You know about this? Yeah, the boy, kind yeah. of. I read the so it's for those of you that don't know, The Boys is a Garth Ennis comic mm. series that uh, was kind of the nihilist 
uh, takedown of the superhero genre where superheroes are actually bad people. And there's a group called The Boys that are killing the soups. Did he do pizza? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost asked if he did pizza. <laughs> did he write Preacher? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Preacher, he's kind of, Garth Ennis is kind of the, uh, the bad boy of the uh, comic book world. He's always making the dirty, depraved, nasty stuff, bloody, right. gory, and funny. He'll give it to you, and he doesn't care how hard it is. Right. But, uh, so I, I, I have, I've read some of the, the boys, and it was, it was good. But it's kind of like, uh, it's not really saying anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, we don't actually have superheroes. Is it just so being gritty? Like, yeah. Well, with this, much. I guess, how is this going to be different from the Watchmen TV show? I don't know. I think just there's too much of this, like... came out first. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the trailer for the new Watchmen TV show? Uh-uh. I don't know. I'm confused. I just don't care about Watchmen enough. I don't care enough. Care. I don't care enough about... Um, I like the I like the original comic book or series, uh-huh. and I like the movie that was based on it. Yeah, it was good. That Zack Snyder did. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it's very much just, and I know this is all f- superheroes like we've probably brought up before on here. Yeah, where they're it's just what fan fiction, I guess. Yeah, because this is just what if they existed kind of now, but it's also right. That's why it's very confusing because it's what if. This storyline happened now, but it's taking some characters that have grown up since then. So there are some of the characters existed in that timeline and are now existing now. Yeah. And then there's like a Rorschach now, but he's young. Oh. And it's just all like, it's weird. Yeah. It's all mixed up. But it's like, you're just, you're not, you're just making something up based on these characters because we kind of know who they are. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. The original thing exists as its own story. Right. But what else can you do with them? Like, there are characters that are like the Night Owl and blah. They're all based on just other superhero tropes. Right. Well, and that's why just... Then why do we need it? Right. Like, what what more can you say? I tried to read one of the Watchmen when DC started to... Before like, Watchmen. Yeah, when yeah. they started to write other things that Alan Moore said, don't do this. <laughs> well, and he's against... This new Watchmen thing. He's against all of it. Oh, well, yeah. He's <laughs> an old... I don't know what's happening. goes to Mars, and you want to use Mars as some kind of fucking punchline. And I said fucking, not with a U, but with an E. Uh, we'll be sure not to censor that well, one. Well, and okay, it Mr. wasn't Moore. Joey or Landon that said it. It was me, Alan co- Fecking. Moore, yeah. Moore. One of the great thinkers of our time, really. He's in a league of extraordinary gentlemen all his own, and he can only <laughs> he can only think so hard. And he's like, no more Watchmen. It hurts. It do, hurts. Do you think he liked the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie? He had to. He loved it. <laughs> it's like Stephen King always likes the shitty versions of it. <laughs> Critically acclaimed The Shining. Yeah. He's like, it wasn't exactly like my book. Well, the it was only one too, one, it was actually scary. <laughs> too scary, but I did like Cujo. He piss on a, <laughs> on a fire hydrant and melts. 
<laughs> All right. Why don't you calm down? You made maximum overdrive. Ah. Okay. He's so coked up. But the cars ended up getting him after all. So that'll be exciting. It Chapter 2 is coming out, almost as long as Endgame. Yeah, and almost as important. And almost as important, and because we've waited so long. Yeah. I mean, it's been... I mean, we've been building up to It Chapter 2 for what? Two, two and a half years? I mean, this is the stuff. They over there at the in the over at the studio. They've been building this up for so long. They, we introduced the characters back, uh, you know. I mean, almost two years ago at this point. And if, as you as you heard in the new trailer, he goes, "I've I've been waiting twenty seven years to see you." And I'm like, "Dang, that's how I feel." Right. Like I've been waiting twenty seven years to see you again. Dang. Dang. I can't wait to see him. Him eyes. Steven go cross-eyed. <laughs> they go cross-eyed. And he doesn't even need CGI. No. Take that, George Lucas. He's a freak. Um, and um, what was I gonna? Oh yeah, George or Stephen King asked them to write a new scene. He did. He asked the writers. Yes, he asked them when they were making it to put an all-new scene in. That's not from the books. He watched the first one and he had like a note. And he wanted a new scene. In <laughs> I know how to make this perfect. Yeah, we've seen. <laughs> you sound different than before. Well, it's kind of like when sometimes when you're so scared, your voice changes. Your voice turns white. You ever been so scared you can hardly get the words out of your mouth? I can. Um, I remember a bunch of times I've been so scared that. Imagine if you went out to start your car. Okay. And it started getting angry at you. Uh huh. And it ran your foot over. And you thought, hmm, that's weird. I don't think it would usually do that. Not my car. Christine would never hurt me. What did you just say? My car. I, I know it's kind of a silly thing. Yeah, my, mine too, yeah. My, you, your my, name? My Buick 8. What? Yeah, what? Driving a Buick 8? Yeah. Um, you, you might want to turn that in and get a new car. Well, I tried to. It just keeps showing up in my driveway, though. Oh, no. What's wrong? My worst fears. I know. Come to life. <laughs> it only took you six tries to tell us. Shut up. Hey, hey Steven. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, my dog's about to bark us out of, uh, <laughs> out of commission here. Bark so, uh, <laughs> so, about to get barked out of commission. Hey, how have you guys had a good lunch break? Listen. See? Is this a good lunch break? Hey. Tell us what you think about the show now that Landon's got a new job. See if... Uh... <laughs> it's just that, you know, nowadays, now I have so much to talk. I have so many things I want to talk. Well, now that we don't see each other at work for eight hours a day. Right. I don't even know what to talk about. Usually uh, we, we, we run the gamut right. all day, and then we say, okay, let's talk about uh, something completely different. And now I have so much and to now, say. now, for something completely different. Walk like a funny man. <laughs> <laughs> We're trans comedy for all the better. There will start everybody doing comedy before us, and there will be no one doing comedy after us. Joey just got scared by his own <laughs> laugh. It hurt. Yeah, I can tell. I was trying to do the laugh from Rat Wraith, and I, I know. <laughs> you <laughs> knocked yourself out. What if 
Tarantino directed uh, Monty Python. Yeah. God, that'd be crazy. <laughs> I think they were going to do the 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 Mormon. Hey, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Uh. Well, yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. Listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.